well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. If you could take a moment and subscribe to the YouTube channel, drop a comment, you know, share our page. I really appreciate, you know, all the feedback. This week, I have another opportunity to bring on two gentlemen who, well, Gio, uh, you, you're my co-host a lot of the time, so I appreciate you coming back on the show. Of course. And Mr. ASAP German, I appreciate you, my brother, coming back on the podcast. I know when I first started this thing about probably six or seven months ago, you were one of my first guests. So we're finally starting to get some, some traction, and love it's it. nice to have you back on here. So I love it. Honor. I appreciate you taking the time. I love it. Grateful. 2024, boys. How's, uh, how's everybody doing? How's, how's the beginning of the year? What, what are some of the plans for this year? I know that you're all about forward movement. That's what I love about you. Well, one of the things I love about you. So what, what, are, what are some of the plans you have for, uh, for this year? What's, what's in store? All about just set, setting the tone, starting off strong. You know, with, with the mindset of, you know, what we're going to have, we're gonna, what you put into it is what we're going to have out of it. And uh, I'm just starting all gas. All gas. Yeah, no yeah, breaks. No breaks. Yep. I feel like a lot of people put the brakes on this last year with the challenging market. But, listen, you know. listen, the market was challenging, right? It's all about adapting to the times, yep. right? You got to change gears. You got to shift gears. Uh, if you stay stagnant. Listen, every year I try to do something in my life or in my career to improve right and when the market changes you have to adapt to the times right because if yep. you there's no one way to do things you know whether it be rates or anything when things change you have to change with them you have to format a way to to change with them i agree mr giovanni i know uh you got some big plans in store you know for this year we, we've had a great great couple of weeks you know with with some news about you know our industry and yeah Good news or bad news, we always know that everything's up and down in life, business, personal things, no matter what it is. There's so always something that's going to come up, but trying to throw you off track. It's nice you know? to hear some positive stuff about our industry. So. Of course, yeah. We, we came into some good news, and I think we started off the year um, better than we thought I think we were going to. I think we were going into the new year a little concerned. Are we going to have another year like last year? Um, and things kind of took off. Buyers came back, or they're interested again. Um, and I think that obviously the news helps trigger them to get motivated again, but the inventory still is what it is. Correct. So we're not really seeing much of a, a change there, and I think that'll, yeah, with that'll start picking up yeah, right. as, you know, as the year goes on. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think it's exciting going into this year because we're, we're kind of ready to start a new chapter and put last year behind us or the last two years behind us or year and a half. Um, so I think we're all kind of excited going into this year. It, it took off on the right foot, which That's I'm excited, excited about. Excited. Yeah. No, it's definitely very exciting to hear. And I feel like a, p a part of – you know, ensuring that we're successful, which I, I always say, no matter what the market is, we create, you know, our own success. Please. I feel like people sometimes, they let the media and they let whatever's going on in the world that's affecting a majority of people affect them. But I feel like there are certain individuals like ourselves that no matter what's happening, we just know that there's no other way, you know, to go but forward. So people are always going to be purchasing homes. Right? I, I go over this all the time. Whether the rates are two percent, four percent, eight percent, twelve percent, people yeah. have to live somewhere. Yeah, right? people need to make the live somewhere. Move. So the goal is to make sure they're using you for the financing. Yeah, the goal is to make sure you know they're using me as as counsel. Yeah. So it's just all about adapting, you know, to the times. Yeah. And go. Yes, there's there's less out there, right? Sure. There's less inventory. Mm -hmm. The goal is just to go out and get more of what's out there. 
Right. Yeah. And that and that talks about you know adapting to the times, realigning, and and, and at these times, especially in our world when there are so many moving parts, and I say this all the time. It sounds cliche, but it's, it's all about the people you're aligned with, right? Yeah. If you're aligned with the right people, they're going to help you navigate through these times. Right. There are so many moving parts, whether it be from beginning to end. You guys are pre-approving to make sure they're good to go. They're a home inspector. They're a realtor. The buyer's lawyer. The seller's lawyer. The bank attorney. Yeah. Title company, the appraiser, there are so many moving, moving parts. parts, right? Yeah. And the more of a team that you're aligned with, right, that has the same vision as you and the same work ethic and the same goal, there's really nothing you can't, nothing we can't accomplish. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That, that's something I wanted to talk about, like how important you think. I know we always talk about this, like surrounding yourself with those people, with that support system around you. Yeah. You know, what, why do you think that's so important? I mean, I feel like we all feed off each other in our type of business, but you know, surrounding ourselves with like-minded people, with people that we know are going to help us go yeah, forward. Yeah, with, with the same goal in yeah. mind of, again, accomplishing, obviously, you know, setting forth, obviously, we'll have, you know, huge, I would think, expectations of ourselves personally. But when you align yourself with like-minded people who they all look at themselves that way and they're tr always, everyone's trying to push to get to the next level or, again, to make sure that you're relevant in a market where, again, there's a lot more competition, you know. And, again, another thing is you got to, sometimes put yourself in an uncomfortable situation yeah. to, you know, to get to that next level. I love that. People don't realize, but, yeah. you know, and I, I go over that with my son every morning, but you have to, you have to be comfortable. I see your son at Bev's putting the time in. Yeah, yeah. well, you got to put in that time. That's say, it. Just anything, like anything else in life, nothing amazing is easy, right? No. Nothing amazing happens overnight. Right. It takes consistency. That's a word a lot of people big, that's a forget about because yeah. they do something good. They make a couple of dollars. They might be the most they important. They accomplish something and they kind of fall back and then they, they get comfortable. Mm -hmm. Being comfortable is no good. Yeah. Then you become complacent, right? And then somebody like, that's where somebody like me takes over. Yeah. Right? I don't exactly. get comfortable. Yeah, you always said that even yeah. to me when I met you. you well, run right, right by, you run right by somebody well, like it that just, when uh, comfortable. It's all of us, human nature. I think right? we're all the same. You know, yeah. If you get comfortable, if you become complacent, right, there's going to be somebody else there who's going to look, he's going to look to take what's yours. Absolutely. Really, that's just what it is. Yeah. So I, I try to teach my son who's 16 years old because he's smart and he's athletic. I say, Gavin, there, there are a lot of people out there who are smart. There are a lot of people who are smarter than you. There are a lot of people out there who might be more athletic than you. right? But if you stay consistent and passionate, um, Especially in this world, respectfully, yeah. I, I think I think the world is soft. Yeah, I really, really I do. Agree, I agree with that. You know, so if you stay consistent and passionate, and you have that instinct and that resolve to not fail, over time, there's really nothing you can't accomplish. Yeah. And that's when we become limitless. You have to be willing to put in the hard work that other people. That's what other people aren't doing is the consistent hard work. Yeah. Every day, no matter what you're getting, if you're getting no results, no matter what, you wake up the next day and you keep at it and you keep doing it. You know, and I think even you, Dean, I mean, you know, what would you say, right, a couple of years ago, what would you say when things were great and things were rolling, you would probably say the same thing. You weren't comfortable. You weren't happy there. You were ready. You wanted to yeah. continue to excel. It's crazy. It's a different feeling. You could look at it from both ends. You could look at, like, when you're successful in every aspect of your life, that it's not enough. But then you could also look at when you're going through adversity or going through a challenge, you know, that's stressful, too. So I feel like... I'm the type of person that'll never be comfortable. Yeah. doesn't mean you don't find, you know, peace in life or you don't have happiness, but I'll never be, compl I shouldn't say the word complacent because I have become complacent 
which I'll never let happen again during a challenging market. But the one thing I will say, go, going back to what I was saying, is I feel like that comes with success or, or adversity. Because even when, like you said, we were the most successful we've ever been, you know, whatever years that, that was or whenever yeah. that was, it wasn't enough. It still and it's never enough. Yeah, we still had the same And if it is enough, do you really want, you know, everything in life? Yeah. So that, that time of your life where you share, you got complacent, right? Yeah. Like, sometimes in life, you have to go through things, right? Right. To learn. Yeah. And it, maybe if you didn't become complacent, you know what I mean? Might not I mean, realize. Right. And that made you stronger. Right. Right. Smarter. You learn from what you've been through. You, you yeah. learn from your mistakes. Right. And you improve, and that's going to make you better. I went through things in life, right? Not that I, listen, sometimes we get knocked down, right? It's just life, right? It's just life. It's going to happen to everyone, whether it be a relationship, health, job. It's, it's called life, right? And we get knocked down. And it's how you respond when you get knocked down, yeah. right? You could sit down and complain and blame the world, right? Or you can learn from that, whether it's your fault or not your fault. It happened, right? Yeah. A- and learn from that and and make you stronger, yeah. make you wiser, <clears throat> make Absolutely. you realize certain things. At that point, you appreciate things l- differently. You look at those things differently. You surround yourself with people that add value to your life. Yeah. I try to make it a very important point to make sure everyone in my life is value-added. And what is value to different people? It's different things. To me, it's a combination of being happy, laughing, yeah. working out, business, eating healthy. <clears throat> so there are different things, but I want everyone in my life. I want you to say, I don't want, no, I want you to think. I don't want you to say. I want you to think that my life is better based off being my friend. Right. My, in one capacity or another, my life is better by him or her or them being in my life. Being a part of my life. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's, yeah. what, that's what you really want yeah. because people don't realize this, but the most precious commodity you have in your life is time, right? You don't get back time. No. And I'm very selective. On who you spend your time with. On who I spend my time with, yeah. right? Because I, I learned as I've, I've, I went through life that it, it, it's important, you know? And, you know, when you're younger, your parents are like, well, who are you hanging out with? Who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah. They were right. Yeah. You're right, you know, because you want to add, pe- you want people in your life that add value to your life, that make you a better D, uh, that make you a better G. Yeah. You know, that's what you want. I want the people in my life to push me. Yeah, I want them to force me to level up. Yep. And uh, if you can accomplish that, which you can, because you choose who's in your life, right? We can't control things that are beyond our control. Can't control the weather. Can't control politics. Can't control him or her or them. But I can control who's in my life, right? And it's important. Yeah. And as you go through, you guys are still a little younger than me, as you go through life and you realize these things and you encounter certain things and people and situations, and if you truly learn from that and then you become selective who's your life, you become limitless, right? Yeah. right? Otherwise, you become limited or you go down. And knowing you guys for the time that I know you, nothing about you shows anything other than this. We appreciate that. No, that definitely. And go, going back to kind of, you know, what you were saying about this generation being soft or the world being soft now, I feel like a lot of people, like, like you just said, you want to be around people that, whether it's constructive criticism, they push you to do, you know, more in life. Like, I want to surround myself with those people. And that's, like you said, we choose to put ourselves around people yeah. like that. If you're around a friend group that allows you to be the worst version of yourself, 
why would you want to be around those people? It might feel comfortable because you maybe knew them your whole life or whatever the case may be, but sometimes that sad truth or that painful truth is what changes somebody's life, I feel like. You know, when you hear it from other people, and you might take it the wrong way initially, but it's out of a, a place of caring. You know, when I, when I say things, and, you know, we, we have this conversation all the time, I, you know, because I'm that type of person. You know, when I see somebody doing something, I, 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 I like to address it because I would expect the same from the people I surround myself around. You know, whether it's good or bad, Dean, why'd you do that? Or, you know, you should try this. You know, I, would, I, I appreciate stuff like that. You know, so I always try to be that way. You know, if I see somebody slacking in an area where it's obvious that you can help that person by maybe just saying something or, you know, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that or, you know, you shouldn't have that drink and drive home, whatever it Which is Which is in what life. they say about, a, a, you know, your closest friends. That makes good people. people. That makes are, good people. Are supposed to tell you when you But you're not everybody online. takes that the right way, you know. Well, yes. Yeah. What if I let that? you, yeah, if I let you fall and fall again right. and keep making the same mistakes and I don't show and I don't tell you what I'm seeing that you're doing wrong or trying right. to help you as a friend, then who am I? I'm not a friend. Not I'm not trying to look out for your best interests, even though it's something that's hard to hear. Yeah, no, you know, and I, I think genuinely what defines somebody is who they surround themselves with and how they pick themselves up once they have fallen, once they hit hard times. That's what defines you is bouncing back, learning from the hardships or learning from those challenges in life. That's really what teaches you a life lesson, and that's what helps you grow moving forward. Same with me with different businesses I've been in. Yeah. I've learned something from every – I've taken something away from every industry. Um, whether it's good or bad, I've learned about people. I've learned about how to work with others that are, again, on different levels than you and think differently than you and how to manage those, you know, those different personalities. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it kind of helps you also take a step back and look at things from a different perspective, you know what I mean, and try and understand somebody else and how their, what their vision is. Right. You may not always agree with it, yeah. but sometimes you've got you to level with those people, and that teaches you a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know? definitely. What do you think, ASAP? A good question. You know, I wanted to always ask you this question because I know this is something that, you know, a, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the people in our business, you know, look up to you in our industry um, because of the the service you provide, the person you are, you know, the way you are there to support everybody. You know, what do you think the keys to being successful, not just in our business but in life, are? Is it consistency with your morning? Is it doing the stuff that you say you're going to do on the days you don't want to do it. Like, what would you say, like, the tips to, to somebody who just hasn't figured it out, whether they're our age, 50 years old? What's something you would say to a person like that to, like, start today? Like, how do you, how do you fix that? How do you get up off your... Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, behind? but you have to start immediately, right? You can't, you can't push things to the side. you got to start working on them now. And it's a combination of a lot of things. Right? Yeah. There isn't one way to do this, right? And it's what makes the world go around. But... I like waking up early, okay, uh, to be productive and to get a start on my day. Uh, I like working out in the morning. And I walk out of that gym, my endorphins are come protruding through my skin, and I just have this burning fire to just dominate my day, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm always, always doing all about doing the right thing, even when people are not looking, okay? It's about being consistent, about surrounding yourself with great people, and I said this last time I was on, it's very easy to find people. It's very hard to find good people. When you find those good people, you hold on to them for a dear life. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to take time to find these people. In all honesty, where I really, truly got blessed in my life is the, the people in my life. 
Yeah. I have the uh, most amazing people ever in my life. And they uh, help me be the best version of me. Right? Because alone I'm, limi- I'm limited, right? With them, I become limitless. Yeah. So it's like beating a dead horse, but those people in your life can make you limitless, right? And, and it's so important to just focus on not align yourself with people of negative energy, right? People that, wanna, that are always complaining, mm-hmm. uh, people that, that drain you, right? So I wake up early, I train. I eat healthy. It's super important to me. Yeah. When I don't eat healthy, I... I haven't figured that one out yet. That's, that's the hardest one. Well, again, <laughs> first, there is only one way to do things. And this isn't easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah, right. right? right? Yeah. And, uh, and the, those people in your life are always kind of doing the right thing. You know, your character is very important. Because over a certain amount of time, people are going to know exactly who you are, you know, and... In, in our world, you know, we have a very small industry. Oh, it might sound like there's thousands and thousands of people, but over time, everyone knows who's everyone. Yep. And when you have a good character, people are going to want to work with you. Yeah, They absolutely. might even go out of their way to work yeah. with you because they know when they work with you, things are going to be easy. They're going to be smooth. What you tell them happens. Right. You know, I had a conversation with a client a few hours ago that's buying a house and using you for the financing. And he said, Dean said, this is going to happen. I said, there's only so much Dean can control, but if Dean said this is going to happen, I vouch for him, it's going to happen. You know, and that character trait is important because in our world, or really in any aspect of life, whether you're at work, your relationship, your streets, yeah. you know, if you're a person of your word and your character, people will vouch for them. People and will vouch for that that's person. another very important factor because, again, there are certain things that are beyond the control. Right. Yeah. Of you know, and unfortunately, with social media and the world, people talk and people have perceptions. Yeah. And of course. Their mindsets, but. Another thing is your character. Yeah. So to me, it's all those things, and they take time. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. But I would start it n- right now, like right now, right? this very second. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And it's funny you said that about character. I saw uh, Derek Jeter said something recently, and I saw him say that people used to tell him all the time, "You have like such, you have the perfect image." It's not image. It's my character. It's who I am. Image is who you want other people to view you as. It's not genuinely who you are. Your character comes off naturally. That's just that's just you as a person. So if you're trying to again make your image something, yeah, on social media you might come across as that person, but behind closed doors, you're, that's not who you are. You're just your genuine self, and that's your character, and that will see. You know, people will see through that a- anywhere you go. That's I a lot think. of the time nowadays too. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. portray themselves as somebody that they want people to think they are, but they're not really that's that not person. They really in a world really today with they really social are. media, mm-hmm. that's. It's a we would like it to be it's smoke and yeah. mirrors a lot of it you know, you know? Of course. absolutely yeah. and you also talk talking about the people you surround yourself with you also have a, an amazing you always talk about your work staff that you have and how close you guys are like family and i'm gen- just probably such an amazing feeling to have that um i'll say yeah. it a hundred times but I'm, i do say it a hundred times yeah. i'm generally a bl- i'm a blessed guy yeah i have the most incredible people ever it allows you to do the things you do because I always say, I'm like, how, does, how are you everywhere, right? You're able to go to the events. You're able to answer everyone's texts and calls. and It's not like you're MIA. ASAP, like, he's there, you know what I'm saying? And you're able to be everywhere, it's a, which is – Was it delegation? Like, what did you – like? And it's another thing. I, you know, I went through life. You talk about you went through a time where you can't complace it. Yeah. Well, it took me years to learn how to be able to delegate, right? Some of that came about when I had what started uh, – when I was able to have these incredible, amazing people in my life, that trust, right? I was able to kind of just take a step back and trust them right, to do yeah. what they're supposed to do. 
all right? That's true. And that's, that talks about the people you're aligned with and having those incredible people. I, 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 God gifted me these incredible human beings, right? And they allowed me to kind of take a step back and trust um, that they were going to do what they were supposed to that's do. That's important, right? Yeah, because if you can't and trust the people to, to act on your behalf the right way, then... And it allo- then allowed you know. me to go out and get business, right? Yeah. And to grow, right? Um, but how do I do these things? It's a lot of work. Yeah. I wake up early when most people are sleeping, right? I do what I have to do. You text me, you call me. Anyone who means anything to me has my phone number. Yeah. And if you have my phone number and you text me, I will text you back. It's actually scary how many people per day thank me for calling them back. Yeah, because they're blow- not expecting it, actually. It actually, it actually blows know? my mind. I'm like, well, you're, I'm like, you call me. You text me. Like a normal, right. like so a normal like, thing. Yeah. A, a normal, respectful, uh, and I'm a business owner, right? And I'm yeah. a man, right? <laughs> just I'm not of, of his word. Hold on, I didn't, I'm, not, I'm just calling you back. I'm just texting. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised how many people don't. And, uh, you know, I really hate to hear that, you know, but that's their loss in my game. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm doing anything special. Yeah. I'm just doing the right thing. I'm calling you back. I'm right texting thing. you. Exactly. And I can't even begin to tell you over the 24 years I've been doing how much business I got from just calling people back, from just showing up yeah and you said during covid that kind of changed not changed your life but it, was, it changed it well, changed the well, way certain well, people do what others weren't yeah, willing well, to do. Well, well i went to work right yeah it talks about just you know how, how you build this yeah. there's no it wasn't it wasn't magic showed up right? showed up every day it was doing the right thing it was being consistent right it's about aligning myself with people add value to our firm our business uh over time yeah. and you know i always i always say i because I grew up very poor, right? I always say how blessed I, I and how lucky. And people are like, you didn't get lucky. What happens when you work very, very hard for a long amount of time? You put yourself in a position to get lucky. To, right? Yeah, to meet the right people. Right? That can, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't do anything special, right? I just stayed consistent, and I grind. I've been doing this for 24 years. I'm still at these events. Yeah. Right? Because if I don't stay con- – first, I love what, what I do. Yeah. I love the people in my life. And if I don't stay – relevant right if i don't say consistent there's going to be one Someone right behind or is going to come right behind me yeah. like i'm going to pick up what you left what you left yeah, i just uh just human nature just yeah, what it is, is in anything in, in in what we do yeah in sports think about some of these super stud athletes yeah. they're studs once they gained a couple of years yeah. there's a kid right behind them that's five years on though that runs the four, 40 and a little quicker right a little stronger a little faster and over time they're going to take the other position right? yeah just what it is you know, I, I agree Literally, with you. Yeah. Let me ask you something that I feel like a lot of people don't ever expect to maybe deal with a situation like this, whether it's in business or in, or in really your personal life. Letting somebody go, whether it's a friend, an, an employee, somebody that you might feel like they just don't add value to your life. Like, is that something that I'm, I mean, you're a business owner. I'm assuming that's I, something. I'm going to be that, very honest. And whether it be a good trade or a bad trade, yeah. it's very easy for me to do that. You just address it, and you feel a way, and, you know, that's... I feel strongly when I do that. Yeah. I've been through enough in my life, not that I ask for any of these things to happen, where I know that when it's time to let somebody go, it's time to keep it moving. Yeah. If you because, have that thought, if you're having that feeling... Well, you know, again, it talks about, I talk about, you know, being selective on who's in your life, whether it be on a professional end or a personal, personal end. end. Yeah. You know, like... I don't like fighting with people. I don't like negative energy. I don't allow anybody to drain me. 
Um, so why would you want to be around people like that? You know, some pe- some some people just deal with it, accept it. They don't want to be alone, and then they go through a period of being unproductive, unhappy, or worse. I've been through enough in my life where I feel confident enough that I I, I won't allow that to happen. So, to me, again, whether it be a good character trait or a bad one, I'm just being very honest. It's easy for me to do. Yeah. Not to say I don't have a heart. No. I'll think about it, but if, if I need to do it, I will do it. Otherwise, I'll look back in six months or a year, two or three, like, I just lost this six that months, a year or two years of my life. Yeah. Doing something or having people in my life that really I shouldn't have been there and I lost time. They could have potentially even brought you backwards. Yeah. Right? And uh, you just can't let that happen. No. Yeah. yeah, you gotta take control right. of your situation. The only thing you can control is you. Yeah, yeah. you gotta con- you gotta control you. It goes back to again surrounding yourself with the people that again that want to see you do well and want the best f- of you too. Yeah. If you're hanging out with people again, and I know there's you know there's again friends from years ago where they almost look at you envious maybe in a way because you're so you became so successful and they know you as the kid that used to run around with. Those might not be the, the people you want to surround yourself with, where they're looking at it as it's a pissing contest with you. Yeah. They should be happy for you in the position you're in and want to help you grow your business. That's their problem. You know, and again, those are people that over time you you wean out. And you have to be strong within yourself to accept that your life is better without them being in your life. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it's easy, but these are decisions. You know, as you get older, you're a big boy. Yeah. Put your yeah. big boy pants on and decide what's better for your life whether it be in business, physical, in a relationship. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to make decisions that aren't easy. No. Yeah. Okay, life life is hard, okay? Um, but you just, you know, handle it the best of your ability, be confident in your decisions, and um, look, look forward. Look forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going anywhere looking backwards, right? I don't, I don't dwell on my past. past. I learn from my past, whether I did something right or wrong. And you also have to be a big boy or a big girl. Really, if you did something wrong, if I made a mistake and own it. I made a mistake. I will own it. And if I'm smart, I'll learn from it. No. If I'm not smart, I'll continue to make the same mistakes and go backwards. Yeah. And that's why these decisions for me, they're e- they're easy ones. Yeah. Like what? What? You know, asking you. You know, well, why do you think the world is like that? Why is the world so soft? You think it's like parents or the way people are I, growing up I, now, or what do you? I do think. Do you think it is. It has to do with. How you were brought up. I'm a parent now. I could talk about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I, like. I, I do believe that it comes from how you grew up. You know, I mean, tough love sometimes isn't, doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that you weren't loved no. or that your parents didn't care for you. It just means that they let you learn on your own. They let you make your mistakes and learn from them and work for what you got. I'm so grateful. And, I was yeah, right. and work for what you got. And I think, I mean, I'll be honest. When I, when I grew up, my dad didn't let me do all the things that my friends were doing. I couldn't go stay at a friend's house. I couldn't let my friend's parents take me away for the weekend. I wasn't going on vacation on my own. You know, none of that, that just wasn't allowed. When it came to if I wanted something, I had to work for it in some way, shape, or form to understand and appreciate what my dad was going to get me, what he was going to buy me. If it was a go-pet I was begging for for a year and a half. I still remember to this day, that's just something I'll never forget. I was probably nine years old, and everyone was getting these gas go-peds. And it was something that I was dying for. And everyone was getting them. Everyone already had them. He goes, no, you're not getting it yet. You're not getting it. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. 
And then I forget exactly the lesson he taught me. And, and then he took me, I remember him taking me to, uh, to Crazy Freddy's and picking it up. But like, to me, that was something that I, I appreciated that thing so much. I would clean it every day, clean my deck, put it away. Like you just, I didn't, you never saw me toss my bike on the floor. I was just, I appreciated what I had, you know? You don't realize it was me as an outside person looking, looking at you. Yeah. And that stayed with you for life. Yeah. Your car is always immaculate. <laughs> You're always sharp. You're, it, so it, it, it became part it of translates. your life, right? Yeah. So translates. those things that were so important to you, it follows you. You're always dressed sharp. You're always on time. Your car's always pristine. You know, your work ethic is the same way, the way you are with your clients. It just, it, it stayed with your life. Yeah, so that's why I, I think, again, it, it comes from how you were brought up. You know, you either appreciate the little things and appreciate the work that you put in, or you're spoiled and you were able to yell at your parents and tell your parents what you I were doing. so many friends like that. That used to bother me. I had a lot of friends like that. They would tell their parents what they were doing, and they made the rules. And I would be <laughs> like, how in the world do you get away with that? Yeah. I look at where those people are today, and honestly, there was a difference. Yeah. There was a difference. Right. It you know, also, it also stayed with them throughout life. Yeah. Growing you up, know. you wouldn't. I would never dare. Never answer my no Forget way. it. No. Do you think that, raising? My dad we used to make this noise with the belt. Yeah. Right. The whoosh. <laughs> with that <laughs> thing. <laughs> the, middle goes up, the second that happens, yeah. Like, every hair on my fifteen-year-old body up. went like this. Shot up. Right. And you just. You just you wouldn't do that, right? Yeah. yeah. I would never, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't disrespect your parents. You wouldn't yeah. do that to your parents. I knew when I had to be home for dinner every single yes. day. Yeah, I had to be inside. You know, I yep. just had to be there. I, I also grew up at a time without aging myself that there was no social media and cell phones. Like, you know, we'd play stickball, yeah. wiffle ball, or ride our bike, or we're at the park with our friends. And when it got dark, I had to be home for dinner. Yeah, 100%. That just, that just is what it was. That's what it was. And I used you know? to get made fun of as a kid, too. I had to go home for dinner at 5 o'clock. And they're like, what do you, what do you mean you're going home for dinner? Sunday, I had to be home, I had to be home by 3 o'clock. That was it. Think about so, how you are in your life. But that's the thing. I actually I appreciate that now. Then I was so angry because I was the only kid that was different, that couldn't do the things and run around the way I wanted to run around. But look at myself now. And I, I give everyone respect. I treat everyone the way I want to be treated. And... I think I, I weigh my heart on my sleeve because how I treat people, I genuinely want the same the same back. When they when you disrespect me, when you do something that's again shady behind my back, again like you said, I'll cut you off instantly because to me that's important. You need to. You're gonna do it once. You're gonna do it every time. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I think a lot of people th yeah think there's gonna be a different outcome with certain. No, it doesn't. Like that it, and it's it. That's who you are. It's your character. Yeah, of course. It's who you are. Like people person. make mistakes. Like growing up, I made a ton of mistakes. Of course, 17, 18, 19, yeah. 20 years old. Even now, to this day, yeah. like mistakes that yeah you can't make certain mistakes like that again. Yeah. But you know, I I we're continue all, to learn kids, ev every you know? day. Yeah. No matter what it is, I try to put myself around people like yourself. Even you, when I got in my business, and I met you at the office six, seven years ago, you know, I looked up to you because you were older than me. You came out of you know, the finance world and in the restaurant business. And I said, this is somebody I want to surround myself around. You know, somebody who knows the work they have to put in and, you know, he's, yeah, he's value-added right. value and, and he has life knowledge. Right. And things yeah. you don't learn in books. Yeah. And yeah. like you said, it's a lot. I feel like it's a lot to do with parenting. I mean, you, you have a son and a daughter. You have a daughter also. My son, you think it's different? Daughter. You think it's different because I have a daughter and I feel like if I had a son, which I pray to God I will, you know, one day, I feel like raising them, like I'd probably raise my son with tough love because as much as I'd want to hand them everything, 
you know, you know, I feel like the result of what that's going to be later in life. I'm very tough. But with a daughter, I feel like it's a little different. I kind of want to. It's tough. Like, I, I try well, to well, give, her, well, give her the world. Well, well I, I treat them the same, right? Yeah. It's just that my daughter is younger, right? Yeah. My son is a little older, right? So they're just a little bit the different stages different. Of, of their life. Yeah. Um, but I treat them the same, whether boy or girl, because okay. that's life's. You know, what I mean, they, yeah, they're both going to get treated the same way. Of course. And um, I I treat them, you know, accordingly. But I'm tough on both of them. I speak to both of them every single morning before they get on the bus. Yeah. Okay. To keep make sure they're happy, make sure they're confident, to make sure I tell them that I love them. Okay. And uh, I'm proud of them. Right. Uh, I love my father to death, but I didn't have that growing up. My dad was old school, European, tough. Uh, and I wouldn't take away what he did because I'm happy that I'm me. Yeah. But I want to learn from what I think maybe could have done a little bit differently to improve, in my eyes, you know, things that I wish I had. Mm-hmm. So I'm on them. I talk to them. I'm on, I ride them every morning because I want them to be good. It's their children, right? Yeah. So I want them to be consistent, you know. And a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old may not be consistent without daddy talking to them every morning. Sure. So in a very nice, gentle way, um, how they should be acting, behaving, thinking, you know, controlling the situations that they're in. You know, today's a way tougher for these kids yeah. with social media. Your 14-year-old girl and your 16-year-old son could post something on social media that'll affect them in 10, 15 years when they're trying to get the job of their yeah. life. Yeah. And yeah. They have no idea. Especially now, it's different now. Yeah. So I, I, I I try to share knowledge, life knowledge. I'm not trying to, just life knowledge. Mm-hmm. Gavin, Sienna, very careful about what you do, but ever being on social media, posting a video they think is funny with your friends because what's going to happen in five, six, seven, ten, fifteen years when you're trying to get the job of a lifetime and someone sends your, the person you're interviewing that video, Yes, they might say, well, you're 15 years old. They may not. And that may get you in real trouble. You know, losing a job, a relationship, yeah. legal. It's so these kids, and I'm not, they have, they have more to be concerned about. And we as parents have to be more, we have more to be alert about. Yeah. My parents didn't have to worry about you know, what we posted. There, there was no post. That was not a thing. Yeah, that no. wasn't a thing. My even father for me. used to worry about what time his beeper was going off. I remember growing yeah, up, right. I used to hear that beeper. <laughs> beeper, so, right? I remember yeah, that. Of course. Thing. Yeah, that's so funny. I know. It's yeah. Know what it is? It's like when you. I mean, when you grow up, obviously, there's different cliques of people, right? Who you surround yourself with, and it's again, there's people you have friends from sports, you have friends from school, you have friends from, you know, your parents' kids, right? And every every kids a little different from one another and it all really stems from their household how their parents talk to them i'm very 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 close with my mother and my father and my sister so growing up every everything was out there you know it there wasn't really you know there wasn't much to hide my dad knew if i where i was going where i was you know there's stories of when i finally got a cell phone and i was driving at you know, crashed into that car in the parking lot. But I, I, I'll, again, another story. Won't forget. My he reminds me of it all the time. I was 16, same age, had um, had my car out after work. Now I was only able to take my car to work and go straight home. There was no like, there was no conversation about it. So I worked at a bar in Nordica Mile, and the bar closed late. So sometimes I try and get away with an hour here after work. Like, oh, we close it, whatever. I forgot. 
I left my phone in the car and went into a friend's party. Time was going. I was talking to a girl, whatever it was. I got caught up. I take the girl home. I'm starting to drive. All of a sudden, I look at my phone. Phone's blowing up. 30 phone calls. I hear a voicemail. You better get your fucking ass home. I'm going to fucking find you. Going nuts. When I went home and I saw the look on his face, bro, I, I was like mortified. You know, mortified. So after that, I just never let that happen again. I never forgot to let him know, I just got out of work. I'm going here real quick. I just went about myself and did my thing. But that was not okay. And I, after that, I didn't do that again. You know what I mean? Just because, I, again, it was the respect thing that my father was also giving me that, you know, that opportunity to take the car on your own when I really shouldn't have had it. Do, you know, you're going to work, but just communicate. And when if you're not going to communicate... And that's how you get yourself in trouble. And he's like, what if something happened? I wouldn't have been able to help you because I don't even know where you were or what you were doing. You know? I used to be in the wrong spot at the wrong time, man. I'd yeah. be 17 years old, you know, not see my dad all day long. Then all of a sudden, I'm doing 60 miles an hour, making a left turn through Huntington Village. Yeah. And, of course, my father's sitting there on the corner, you know, walking the dog. And he's like, pull over now. That car is gone yeah. for weeks. Yeah. You know, that's how he was. And I appreciate that looking back now because, you know, a lot of the kids I grew up around also. No, they just, you got away with Parents let that. them do whatever they want. Whenever it was a challenge, they, they bailed them out. And that just later in life, I feel like, affects you in a way that we're not going to be affected. We know that yeah. we have to go through certain things and we weren't going to get bailed out of certain yeah, things. Yeah, and certain things. You yeah. got to deal with it you yourself. It's not that I go through with the kids, you know, because they're younger. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're younger, you get in trouble, you get into little trouble. As you get older, you get into they trouble. Get, it's a big trouble. It's a big trouble. <laughs> yeah. and, and I really trying to. Drill that into their brain for little, little kids, right? When he would do something wrong or she would do something wrong. And I would let them know that, although it sounds little, it's a big deal. Because once you get older and that thing that you do wrong may be having an issue with school, losing your job, going to jail, like, you know, important things. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I magnified every little thing yeah. uh, that, you know, some people are like, oh, it's only this, dad. Yeah, well, in but five it, years, right? That's that is this. Yeah. And now <laughs> Gavin's just got his first car Saturday, and he's sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, and, nice. and he's supposed to be only driving to school and to work. To work, right? Yeah. You know, certain junior license they call. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, I, but I'm gonna be on him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a nice way. You know, now you know to just teach him and just stay on top of him. And again, that communication is important. I have incredible communication with the kids. Exactly. And I feel like you need to. And that really goes about to anything in life, about the communication with your children, your relationship, your work, the people you work with. And it's a big thing of mine, even at the law firm. Yeah. You know, you know, when people call you, you have to call them back, right? Even if you don't have an update, right? Just let them know that. Okay. That way they don't get mad at you. Yeah. You know, exactly. just let them know because you cannot call them back. The courtesy of just calling I, back. To, to me, it's important that you do it the same day. Yeah. Every, I don't want them to go the night wondering what the hell happened, this, that. Yeah. It takes a second. It's a well, respect it thing. Yeah. Right? And that's one thing that I don't think they teach much of anymore is respect. Yeah. I think that was the most important thing I was taught. And I don't, th I don't think the kids these days, that's one thing you don't see is the respect they for teach others. You two plus two is four. Like, <laughs> oh, you got life figured out now. Go, go into the real world. Yeah, so that's, you know, that, that's, I think that's always going to be important. Was, know, there ever a, was there ever a time in any of your, your guys' lives where, like, you were like, all right, I, I'm not going to figure it out, you know, whether it was financially, whether it was life, you lost a friend, a family, anything. Was there ever a time where you're like, you know, I'm, I'm down right now and, you know, forward might not be, you know, 
an, an option? You know, was there ever a time that you went through some serious adversity where you were like, oh, holy crap, you know, what, what am I doing? Absolutely not. No? no? Yeah. And I've been through a tremendous amount of tough times, troubling times, hard times. But for me, yeah. failure is not an option. Exactly. Yeah. It's not an option. Is it going to be easy to dig myself out of this hole, out of this situation? No. Sometimes it's very hard. Yeah. But life is hard. Yeah. Right? So it's all about how, or one of the things is about how you react to these things. Again, as I shared before, we're all going to get knocked down at one point in our life. Yeah. Whether it be for health reasons, a relationship, a job. There are things that are going to happen that are beyond your control. Yeah, There's course. nothing you could have done about it. Yeah. Okay? And it's all about how you react. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm a business owner. I'm a father. There are things that happen every single day. Some, the things that I can control, I do. And the things I can't, I have to react to them, right? And I try to act um, without emotion. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. I try to make rational decisions based on logic. Rational decisions based on not, not on emotion. Listen, life is hard. Right? Yeah. And we go through things sometimes where you're naturally, we're human beings. We get annoyed. We get frustrated. Um, but no, it, and I, I don't take it the wrong way, but no, because it was never really... I've been through so many no. times and situations that were hard uh, in my life that failure was not an option. Yeah. If, if I would sit down one day and really tell the story of my life from beginning to here, and you really got to know my journey, uh, you would understand why I think the way I think, yeah. and I act the way I act, and I surround myself with the people that I surround with, because I've been there, mm -hmm. I've done that, numerous times over i didn't ask for any of these troubling situations to happen uh, some of them i created right yeah. to be all honest some of them i didn't um and uh i'm smart enough to have learned from those mistakes right whether it be mine or allowing myself to be around certain situations or people and i just won't do that and yeah. failure is not an option yeah. the answer I to that I is i love that answer yeah well, that's that's that I'd be lying if I said the, the same thing, even though fail. I never thought like failure is an option because yeah. failure is not an option. You know, have I been through things? Have I gone through times where I'm like, I don't know how I got here. Or I don't know. I don't know how this happened. 100%. Um, one million percent. But like like you said, do I ever think that failure? There's so many opportunities in, in this world. Um, and like we always say, you know, you control your, your destiny, no matter what you're trying to accomplish in life. You know, so again, it truly molds or you become, you, you mold into the person that you truly are when you go through those hard times. Yeah. So if you, like you said before, if you take that adversity and you go backwards, you know, you're going to operate like that in every facet of life. And that can easily happen. Absolutely. Yeah. People easy. get knocked down every single day. Yeah. Get knocked down every single day. And a lot of people, and like Jeff said on, on one of the last episodes, somebody always has it worse than you. Absolutely. You know, he, yeah. he, he went through so much loss, and to lose parents, yeah, grandparents, best friends in the same month, a friend of ours, yeah. you know, to have that mindset, you know, to, to say that somebody always has it worse than me, you'll be bulletproof in every aspect of life, you know, no matter what you deal with. 100%. So it's amazing to, to be around people like that, and I would never choose to surround myself with anybody other than someone who operates yeah. from that, you know, from that being from that perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's just that's truly what I believe, and uh, 
I, you're, you're, the, you're, you're the same way, I feel like. You, you've, you've gone yeah. through challenges that Absolutely. we've talked about, yeah. and no is not an answer. Yeah. You would have said no a long time ago, probably. Of course. When I, you know, I, I mean, one thing, and right before I met you, you know, had a restaurant that I dragged my father into, dragged yeah. my sister into, went two years without making a dollar. I was living on my, on my savings for over two years and laying out money every month. In your 20s? In my 20s. I was 25, 26, 27. So at 27 years old, um, where we shut the restaurant down, wasn't any money there. I'm still to this day in a lawsuit for, for the money that we sold the restaurant for. It was a disaster. So walked out with my hands in my pockets and had a house, had a mortgage. I was 27. And at that point, I never thought I'd be in that position. I was saying that restaurant's ride or die. I'm going to make it work no matter what. But it got to a point where you just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it anymore, right? So you got to know when to call it quits. So walking away from that, I'm, I think that was a time in my life where I was a little scared. Not, not in the fact that I doubted myself because I knew no matter what I was going to be successful and I'm going to turn it around. But what happened was I thought I had an easy out. I thought I'd go right back into the old business that I was in. And that business wasn't the same. Um, and I'll, again, another thing someone told me that it stuck with me, and I think I took that into the business, was when I was leaving my friend's shop. I think I was there for three months, worked at my friend's at my buddy's, you know, um, business there. It was a small spot. And to, for me, it had nothing to do with them. I just needed something more for myself. Yeah. So when I made the decision to get into the mortgage business at 27 years old with mortgage, with bills, with, you know, all the responsibility I ended up having at the time – friend told me and looked at me and goes, I just want you to know, I really hope that you don't end up back here. I, not that I'm saying you're going to, but I have a feeling you're going to. That stuck with me to the point where I said, I walked away, and again, no disrespect to them, I will never end up back here because there's no way I'm going to be where I am today. I'm only going up from here. But I didn't have a, I didn't have a solution. I knew I was going to get into the mortgage business, but I didn't have, I didn't have a solution. It was just, I'm just going to figure it out. Mindset is key, baby. Exactly. So when I walked into you know, our old company, I was alone. Bro. I didn't know anybody. I didn't, I didn't know anything about mortgages. I knew nothing except for the mortgage I had for myself. right? So when I walked in the room, I instantly was drawn to Dean because of the energy, and he was just driven. You know? So for, for me, that was something that, as soon as I saw people around me successful, I was like, all right, I got this. I wouldn't fucking make this work. And that was it. But, yeah, there was a couple months where I was like, holy shit, what am I doing? Like, what? I'm, starting from, I'm starting all over again. I don't even know what I'm getting into. Something new. It's a new yeah. experience. Imagine exactly. doing that at 50, 60 years old. Like something yeah, people, that people do that. That's, yeah. that's just you know, yeah. It's sad. Something new. It's something that was beyond your realm of expertise. Yeah. And it's just like in human nature. When you do something for the first time, of course, you know, yeah. you might have that reservation or that notion yeah. of – you know, am I going to get this done? But it started with your mindset, right? Before yeah. you walked in that door, what you just said is you, you knew you were never going to be there. Right? No, yeah, I'm never going to so get back to You walked in the door with that mindset and that confidence, and then what did you do? You aligned yourself with somebody else yeah. who was passionate and energy. And so just every you, day showed you up. You just improved from that. You aligned with the right person, yeah. people, and you had that mindset. Yeah, and I think one of the things that, that I always kind of – and proud about for myself is my work ethic. Yeah. I don't care what you do. If you tell me this is what you need to do to be successful, I will fucking live there. I will do it. You know what I mean? No matter what it is. I showed up every day, whether I was sick, yeah. I see didn't it. have a good day, bad day, I'm there. I'm in the you know same mean? building. That's what I'm saying. But no matter what I, I see that show car. up, you know? So like I that's see that truck. <laughs> I see that truck. And it makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, as an older guy, world, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I just know that's what it takes. You know, no ifs, ands, or buts. Put in that time. You have the right people around you. Yeah. You put in that consistency. Without getting into too much records and data and, de- and, and details, last year in certain aspects of our real estate world in New York yeah. was the worst in the last 30 years. Are you guys even 30? Worse than 2008. Yeah. I'm 30 now. Is it? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so in certain aspects and statistics of what we do in the New York, you know, Long Island, uh, New York City region, it was the worst in the last 30 years. That's insane, yeah. So if it. you can be here today, right, which you are, Starting off the year with the energy mindset. And we the, crushed January. And the business <laughs> yeah. that you just had crushing January after the worst year in 30 years. If I were you guys. It's only up from here. I would be. You wouldn't even. Oh, you see with my teeth. Ecstatic. Right? I would just be smile. And that's what you should be because yeah. that's real life. That's, that's, that's what That's what you're living. But that's why. And then again, we don't even look at it that way. We're like, yo, just keep going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know? And that's why. Question for you, Dean. How do you. Because again, now you've been in the business about 10 years now. And again, something I've always I feel old. Yeah, right. You're a young bug. Yeah, I, right. You know how young I feel? Ten years though. It's I'm crazy. not kidding. Crazy, right? You're young. You're young. Yeah. Oof. That's what I'm saying. And again, being young, almost again, f- almost fresh out of high school, I think you got in, got into the business, started dabbling. What drives you every day to be the super successful owner? Because again, everyone sees it. You give off the energy. You're that guy in the room that people know. Like, he's the guy. That's the guy you want to talk to. What drives you every day? to continue to push and take yourself to the next level? Because you said you've been complacent. I've never seen that in you. So maybe in your mind you might think that, but I've never seen that in you. So what, may, what, what drives you every day? To start off with what drives me is I don't like being beat, you know, and that doesn't mean you're in competition with the people around you. You know, I'm in competition with myself, and I feel like if there's other people around me doing the stuff that I'm doing on a daily basis and I see them succeeding – to a level that I want to succeed at, if I'm not there, I'm doing something wrong. So I, no, matter, no matter what it is, you know, when I, when I got into the business as basically a teenager, you know, dialing the phones, I didn't realize for a couple of years that, you know, wow, there's a, there's a tremendous opportunity, you know, in, in the real estate business, tremendous. you know, in the mortgage tremendous. industry. You know, so it took me four or five years to actually take things seriously, okay. you know, get my license. I ended up failing three times. After that third time, you got to wait six months. I got so negged out. You know, I quit the job. I, whatever I ended up doing. What, what you ended got, up working no matter what, you went back. Yeah, yeah. Back so back, I, you know? I ended up, whatever, a month went by. I, I realized, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And for the first time, I actually studied for the test. I passed the test. And then I realized, like, it's game time now. You know, now I could actually accomplish what the people around me, the people that I've seen accomplish those things. I could do it now, you know, because I have that license now. And our business is all about getting that license. Once you're licensed, it gives you an opportunity to, you know, create everything, you know, create what you want to achieve. You know, so what what drives me every day? Yeah, that, you know, that that feeling of knowing that I need to and want to be the best, you know, for my clients you know, for myself, for the people around me. Um, for, for what I know, you, it's also your, your daughter. Yeah, That's, of course. I was going to get into that next. You know, outside of the business world, you know, having a daughter, which I never thought at 20-something years old I would be a father, that's what it's for. You know, there's no other reason, you know, to do what we do and to go through what, not that we go through, we all go through life, but there's no other reason to do what we do besides to do it for your children. You know, and for for the people like that, I wish having it standing right here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's that's that's number one, of course. Yeah. Um, from from a business standpoint, 
yeah, to, to, to achieve success as a, as a young salesman in, in our business and then to go through challenges, but still successful compared to what other people think. You know, I knock myself all the time. You're tough on you know, yourself. We had a rough, always, yeah. had a rough two yeah, years, always. but, you know, it's very tough when you're myself. still doing better than everybody else. Yeah, if you're, if you're rough, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, whether it's doing better or, you know, I think it has a lot to do with doing those little things I always talk about. Yeah. Hey, those little know, things are what makes champions. Yeah, yeah They're important, you know. Consistently even, doing the little things. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I just became disciplined with is my consistency. Major. And the gym, the gym taught me that. That's Major. You know, yeah. And that's starting to reflect in other avenues of my life. Yeah, personal. Because it makes you realize if I can't be consistent at this, it's the same as work. You know, how am I going to be consistent at what I need to do at work or my family or anything if I can't do for my health. You know, that's how we yeah. stay alive. And like you always say, there's things you can't control and there's things you can't control. And health is something that, yeah, you can maybe make it a little better, you know, but you can't control it. You know, it's a lot of luck, you know, in my opinion, or genetics or whatever it is, you know, but at least if we can do the things we can control every day and going back to your question again, you know, staying disciplined, putting the time in, doing the things that other people around you aren't doing, you know, taking that extra couple of hours on the weekends like I always did, which I slacked off this year doing, which I'm going to get back into again. You know, I always used to work Saturdays, Sundays. Not that I don't. Our phone's on seven days a week. But we were in the office. We were in Brooklyn. We were in the boroughs in New Jersey. Yeah, all 24 years later, I still yeah. do it now. You have to. Yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah, it doesn't I, stop. I mean, but that, that's what got me where I got to in our business, yeah. you know, and, and – there's still a ways to go. I'm not even close to where I want to be. And that's why I'm around the people I'm around to help. Just getting warmed up. Just getting started, man. Like you said, this year might have been a little bit of a setback, but the comeback is what shows who you are as a person. And there's not a 1% chance that my comeback's not going to be a million times bigger and better than it was before. You know, so. I'm getting goosebumps just yeah. listening to you. Yeah, it's just the truth. I know. Yeah. It's the truth. That's and, uh, I'm confident that, and, and again, you know, putting yourselves around people like us and it's huge. seeing the people you surround yourself with, yeah. you know, you, a lot of your friends are successful in their businesses. So important. Yeah, I, I love that, you know, so, and I feed off. So, it's so, it's it so important. important. Most people can't handle that no. in life. Yeah. They, yeah. they look at that and they're like, oh, how's that's he what, doing that? that? Why is he doing that? That's who you want to be with. That's, but, yeah. You know, that's, that's who you want to surround yourself with. That's their problem, Dean. That's their problem. I agree with you. You can only control you. Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you a question before, you know, there's no time limit on this podcast, no. but uh, I feel like what a lot of people struggle with in this generation is having a partner and being able to put time into your business and that partner supporting your business. Do you think that's important in business that, you know, if you're with somebody that, you know, they're going to be the one to help you push forward and, you know, whether it's coming home to a positive attitude or you know, everything's going to be okay, honey, I'm, you know, mm. whatever it is in life. Or do you think that, not to talk about men or women, but as a man, do you think you need to figure yourself out first before you meet somebody? Like, what do you think? Because we're in a business that we have to put a lot of I, I think as a human being, you always have to figure yourself out first, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Because if you can't figure yourself out, how are you going to be a good person or good partner, partner for yeah. someone else, yeah. right? So that's that's my answer to that. And, yeah. and um I wouldn't even change, regardless if anybody sat next to me and tried to give me a, an educational medical reason otherwise, yeah. you have to forget yourself first. You know, you can't, you can't be a good partner or friend or anything without 
picking yourself up yeah. first. Do you think it's hard to be in a relationship and be successful, or that kind of helps you when you're with the right person push you to be successful? Well, again, you know, it could also set you back. I feel different. Like. Different things are important to different people, right? And there's certain, and I have friends who are, you know, all about they have to have that person next to them. Um, there's some friends of mine that have other um, priorities, right? And I don't really think there's a right or wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, what, it's, it's, it's what makes the world go around. And again, we're in a, we're in a different world today. Yeah. And if you would add, you ask this question to a man or woman 40 years ago, they definitely would have had a different answer. Of course, absolutely. Okay? Yeah. yeah. But the world has changed, and. Um, People feel differently. There are different things that are important to different people. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it is. I think it is important if you're with someone that they do support your business and understand what you do yeah. um, and what you need to do to be successful in your business. And I think that's Absolutely. extremely important. Otherwise, Absolutely. our schedules aren't easy. You no, know that. They're, they're not that's easy. They're not easy. Of course. But no, we create our own schedule. We do, but we're, but. What, you we're know gonna, what you have to put in to that's be successful, saying. so our schedule is 24-7. Could, could we be home at 5 o'clock? Yeah, but then who are we going to be as businessmen? How, are we, how successful are we going to be if I'm home at 5 o'clock and I shut it off? I can't. I mean, again, there's, in, there's obviously industries around that they call for different work ethic, something different, right? Again, shout out to the educators because there's teachers out there that they go home at 3, and there's teachers that are working all night long planning lessons and you know, trying to figure out how they're going to educate their students the next day. So every industry has people that want to put in the extra work and people that are trying to just get by and just do the minimum. So I think we all are, are the people that I just I want to make sure that, again, like you said, you don't want to be beat. It's not about being beat by others. It's just in your own head, this is not, this is not success to me. I need to put in more. I need to do more. Otherwise, if I go home at 6, I'm going to be – on the couch, all I'm thinking about is what I should have done or the extra work I should have put in. Yeah, I so I think that, you, again, your partner has to understand that because if not, it makes it very difficult. <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Um, you know, getting towards the end of the episode, I feel like I, I don't like talking about New Year's resolutions. Did you have anything this year that you said you were going to do? Are you keeping up with the stuff that you, you always keep up with what you commit to? Was uh, there anything different you wanted to add into your life or routine uh, this year? I know you got the big high rocks thing coming up, so you're getting into oh, that. Oh yeah, February twenty-fourth. But who's I counting? Well, again, you know, every year I try to encap something, incorporate something into my life yeah. that makes me a better me. Whether it be a better father or a better mm. man, whether it be healthier or smarter, business, educate something, right? Yeah. And I joined an incredible gym this year. You know that has me surrounded with a tremendous amount of men and women that uh, motivate me, that force me to ele- to level up in my physical and healthy portion of my life, my health, yeah. something that's very important to us. You look like you're in the best shape in there. I saw a yeah. picture. I don't want to, I'm not going to say the wrong thing that you're one of the oldest people there. I am. But you look, you look, compared to the people, you right. got your shirt off. Everybody's got their shirt off. I'll tell you, you one thing. Fantastic. I, I thank you so much. You put the work in, that's why. Yeah. Uh, the people at OG force me to level up. They push that next level. The guys, <laughs> the girls. When I'm on a machine and I'm huffing and puffing and dying and hurting and I look to my right and I look to my left and I see a guy or a girl absolutely crushing it and dominating it, what do you think that pushes me to do? Go right back to it. To not stop and do the same thing. That's what I talk about surrounding yourself with people that add value. Mm -hmm. They don't know that because I may not know them personally and I may not be saying a word to them. Their value to my life, even if it's for that hour, 
Right. Because they're helping push you. You know, so uh, this year it was just more of my health. People don't realize how important your health is, right? Of course. You know, health is true wealth. Without your health, I don't care how much money you have, mm-hmm. right? That's one. And, uh, you know, you know the, you know, the salon. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's an, oh, that's yeah. A, that's you, got another, you got another location opening, right? We opened a couple of weeks ago in Texas. Congratu- congratulations. congratulations. Loca- Thank you so much. We opened the location in uh, Northport. Within nice. uh, eight months, we outgrew it. Oh, wow. Sold it today, actually. Oh, you sold it already? Yes. Wow. And uh, opened, nice. uh, well, again, I'm, I'm blessed to have, you know, uh, my business partner, Lauren, in my life. She's as good as it gets at her craft. Yeah. And I'm just honored to have her in my life, you know, as a business partner there. And again, talk about, you know, value added to people in your life. And uh, I'm blessed for her being in my life. I'm blessed for the opportunity. I was going to say that, the opportunity. That, that must mean, you know, it has to mean that she has so much respect for somebody like yourself, and knowing it, that you have nothing to do with a business like that. And another thing like about how much That shows how much value you can provide, not even being in that business. Again, it, it, you know, because I was, you know, I'm a very humble guy, and I'm, you know, you and I, we're not guaranteed anything in our life, right? right. And uh, she called me, you know, to be her attorney. We started talking. Again, it's also a 30-year relationship. She's one of my sister's oldest friends. We know each other since before we were driving. Mm-hmm. So she knows my journey, right? Yeah. She knows what uh, it took for me to get here. I know her journey. I know she would never fail, ever. So, and it was the first business, you know, outside of being a lawyer that I ever got involved in because I had confidence in her, her work ethic, her character, and her resolve to not fail. To me, it was a no-brainer. And... uh I'm, I'm blessed to be putting that opportunity. Yeah, I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank man. you. So it's another thing that, you know, just excites me. I wake up every morning. You know, I like looking forward to things. Mm-hmm. I like accomplishing things. I look forward to doing something very special with, with that world. Uh, and um, uh, That's a great community, that salon community. I feel like there's so many contacts and opportunity. We meet a lot of value people. Value in, in, in that area. I've you know, been so blessed. In that space. But, again, it comes with work. Yeah. It comes with Consistency, in addition to being a daddy, and I try to be the best daddy I can, in addition to running a law firm, I try to be the best there is at what I do. I'm now in this world, right? So I don't want to do anything half-ass, and that comes with consistency. It comes with, you know, sometimes giving away other things. There's so many hours in a day. You talk about how do you do all these things, closing sticks. To me, personally, if it's important to you, You'll make time for it. You're going to make time for it. Yeah. With it, is it easy? No. No. I mean, am I juggling 50 things per second every second a day? But they're all things that I love. That matter to you. They're all things that I want in my life, right? I find time to go to the gym, right? I time. I find time to get that healthy food. Yeah. I find time to call you and every client when they call me or text me or email me. I find time to make sure I'm there to help Lauren and building Lux City. Is it a lot? For sure. I mean, I woke up at 5 o'clock, and it's 9-something p.m., and I'm here, mm. right? But I, I am blessed enough to decide what I want to do. And all of the things I did today made me really happy, right? They improved my life, whether it be going to the gym, dominating the law firm today, you, you know, and coming here and spending time with you guys and, you know, learning from some of the things that I, I'm listening to. And, and then sharing some of the things that I've been through so I can help other people, you know. Everybody watches. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, so, that's what this is about. So how can I not be happy? And you might say that's insane, but I 
those things made me happy. I mean, all of those things, working out, the gym, eating, training, dominating the day at the law firm. It was an extremely productive day. Yeah. And coming here and spending time with you and laughing and learning and sharing, who, who wouldn't be okay with that? Yeah. yeah, of course. How about you, Gio? What, uh, I know you have some, some big plans for this year. And uh, to, to finish up tonight's episode, what, uh, what are you staying consistent with, you know, this, this year? What, what are you going to do to make sure that, you know, everything that, you know, you talk about, you know, and I talk about together, you know, we put into place? How are we going to make these things happen? Like, I think it's, it's the plan of action, right? Because we talk about it a lot. Um, I think what we have to do is sticking to it, yep. you know, because we've plenty of times put systems in place. And then for whatever reason, you get derailed, you get distracted, you get busy. Yep. No matter how busy we get, no matter what comes up, we got to stay consistent. Like you said, consistency is going to be the most important thing, I think, moving forward. Um, because we got the tools. We obviously have the knowledge. We have the people, you know, around, we have the people around us. We have the mindset. Can't ask for better people yeah. around us and, so, our, and our support system. Exactly. All of us. We got everything we need to have a successful business. I get excited just yeah. listening to this. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. So we, I think we're... Especially, we've been working on some new stuff too. With um, you know, when definitely we've all been talking about obviously what this year is has to offer, and we got to get ahead of it. And I think we're taking the right steps right now, as long as we can stay on it and stay consistent with it. We agree. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. Me too. Um, yeah. I'm honored and privileged to have you know both of you guys in, in my life, of course, and. Not just, mutual. not just yeah. on a business level, on a personal level. So feeling is mutual. Yeah, yep. I, I appreciate you coming on tonight. And, uh, Let's dominate. Round Let's three dominate. soon. Let's dominate. Let's go, man.